The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had ordered them. When they all saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. Then Jesus approached and said to them, All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we look forward to tomorrow, because tomorrow is the greatest spectacle in racing, the Indianapolis 500-mile race. Even with a limited number of fans, it is a huge event. Thirty-three drivers will race around a two-and-a-half-mile oval track at speeds well over 200 miles per hour. For some of the drivers, it's the first time. And please, God, don't let it be the last time for any of them. We might wonder why these drivers do it. Some of them, who have had serious accidents before, still insist on dashing with death again. We wonder if the risk is worth it. Is it the money or the thrill of it? Is racing in their blood? Who knows? We would have to ask each one of them. Each driver has personal reasons for racing. Why would a person take such a risk? It's a mystery to us. The Holy Trinity is a mystery. God the Father sent his Son, Jesus. Then came the Holy Spirit, sometimes called the paraclete, Paraclete means counselor or guide. This weekend, the Feast of the Holy Trinity is the feast of a mystery. How three persons formulate one God is impossible to fully explain. In fact, it's beyond mystery. Most people, in time, solve a mystery. But there's no way 
our human intellect can't begin to fathom three persons, one God. One time an elderly bishop was presiding at confirmation. He asked the youngsters to define the Holy Trinity. One youngster, speaking softly, replied correctly, The Holy Trinity is three persons in one God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The old bishop, who was hard of hearing, said, What? I can't understand you. And the child shouted back, You're not supposed to. It's a mystery. We cannot spend a lifetime thinking about God, running down all the facts from philosophy or theology to figure out the Trinity. We'd be no better off than the woman who always began reading mystery novels in the middle of the book. She not only wondered how it ended, she also wondered how it began. God has no beginning. God has no end. God is three in one. The Trinity is virtually impossible to explain. We must get to know the Trinity. We must get to know God. In order to begin to make sense out of the triune God, we have to get to know this God. God is not just a fact. God is not some mysterious thing uh, called a force like in Star Wars. God is a person. And if some person is a mystery to us, we must get to know that person in order to figure them out. We get to know God the same way. You know, if a young man spies a young lady he would like to get to know, think what he needs to do. If all he does is ask around about her, find out where she lives, talks to people she knows, watches her, but from a distance, this isn't getting to know her. In fact, it's called stalking. No, he must devise some way to meet her. He could try that old line, gee, haven't we met before? The way to a relationship is to meet people, spend time with them, talk with them, then talk some more. That's the way we deepen our relationship with this mysterious trinity. We must know God, not just know about God. The more time we spend with God, the better we come to understand him. Jesus Christ is our starting point. The second person of the Trinity is the way to God. Jesus is God in a way we can understand. In time, in history, God revealed himself by sending his son, Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Our Lord showed us what God is like showed us how God thinks, told us what God wants. Then God sent the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, to guide us. The Trinity is accessible through Christ, and the church makes Christ present. Here, we listen to his words, speak to him in prayer, encounter him in the Eucharist. Here is where we meet the mystery of God. But we must listen carefully. One time a nun was doing what she thought was a good job, teaching the children about the Trinity. Several times she used the expression, the Holy Spirit, the paraclete. But one youngster must have missed her explanation of the word paraclete. 
he asks, Sister, is the Holy Spirit really a bird? You keep saying the Holy Spirit, the parakeet. Jesus Christ is God. He is alive today in his church. Look for him. Listen to him. Speak to him. Once we know the second person of the Trinity, we begin to enter more deeply into the mystery that is God. Tomorrow, 33 drivers will risk their lives on a two and a half mile oval. Why? Well, you'd have to ask each one of them. Talk to them. The Blessed Trinity is even more of a mystery. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. One God, yet three divine persons. No one can explain it. Sitting around thinking about it is a waste of time. Approach this question the same way we would the race car drivers. Get to know them. Talk to them. Get to know God. And the way to do that is to know Jesus. He is the fullest revelation of who God is, what God is like. Strangers are mysteries. Christ must never be a stranger to us. Then, only then, will we even begin, even begin to understand three persons, yet one God. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe 